on Ruach Elohim. And we want to continue on the II. Actually prepared the message to finish it off on Friday, but I could not. So I want to continue and complete uh, the message on Ruach Elohim. And then before going into Ruach Elohim, yesterday night I sensed the Lord wanted me to give a small word, a word of exhortation. You know, people have been experiencing sickness, weakness and all kinds of such attacks in their bodies, in their health, in their mind, in this group. And the Lord told me many of them are already healed, but they would not, they have not understood it. Many of them have already healed, but they have not understood it. Okay, and then when I, when I was uh, communing with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit asked me to use a testimony of my own family. Okay, so uh, let me use that testimony and let me give some uh, revelations that we need to follow. Hallelujah. So. Many of you are already healed, but the healing is not mani the healing has manifested already, but you are not experiencing it because there is some gap in the faith. There is some gap in the understanding. There is some gap or disconnection with the Holy Spirit. So let me use a testimony and then we will go into the word. Now, last uh, during the course of last few weeks, uh, there was attacks, health attacks that were against my sister. So it started off with uh, with her eyes. So her eyes started to blink continuously, blink continuously. So we prayed, we prayed. And uh, then uh, we went to the doctor after that. After praying, we went to the doctor. And then um, she wore the computer glass. And then we it was still there, but we continued to pray, pray and that attack left. And she was okay. As soon as... She was healed in the eyes. Then what happened? A lump started to de develop in her neck area. And then she started to have a fever. So we prayed. The fever went away. But the lumps were not going. And there was sore throat and all. And we prayed. We prayed. And after a few days, three or four days, that attack left. After that attack left, uh, soon after that, she started to have swelling in her legs. Now, the swelling in her legs became suddenly, out of nowhere, her legs started to swell. My sister's legs started to swell. And because of the swelling, there was also pain. When, he, when, she, when she walks, her legs were so swollen that she cannot place the leg, she cannot place the ankle on the floor like that. So she would, she would limp and walk and to decide a distance for, to go from the bedroom to the to the bathroom or from the bedroom to the kitchen it would take so long because she would limp and walk limp and walk and we prayed and then one week went by we prayed every day the swelling will will go so then i i spoke with sister ruth we tried some other things the swelling will go and it will come and all those things will happen but it will not go and what happened for one for around 2 weeks she was not able to go anywhere to the grocery store with us or to the shopping mall with us. She was not able to go anywhere with us. So the swelling was not going. 
and she was like i i used to tell her and encourage her you know you see don't let the devil stop you from the doing from doing things that you were you were you you were doing but she would say no you don't understand and the swelling is so much the pain is so much she would not listen so she would sit in the house for two weeks and go nowhere with that swelling so i said okay and we tried everything the swelling did not went away it became worse now one saturday morning when the friday night meeting goes on for us in the us it is saturday morning for me so one saturday morning last night again i prayed and we got up and that friday that saturday morning when i was taking the meeting the swelling became more worse and she was not just able to walk so after the meeting when i was taking the meeting and preaching the anointing of the Lord, I knew it was upon me. The oil of the Lord was upon me. I finished the meeting and I went there to my sister and I said, bring your leg. Bring your leg. That spirit has to go. Enough is enough. And I sensed the anointing and then I laid hands and I, my mother my, and we prayed. and laid my hands. That black swelling. As soon as I laid my hands and I started to see visions. I saw the skin of a snake over a certain being dressed with the skin of the snake and i rebuked that spirit when that spirit spirit was rebuked i saw her leg in the realm of the spirit and the the leg in the realm of the spirit was frosty white like cracks have developed on the leg like frosty white cracks have developed on the leg and when i started to command that out that that white covering started to come out and I, Immediately that swelling instantly it started to go in. Tuck, 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 tuck. And the swelling disappeared that very moment. Instant disappearing of the swelling and the lumps in the leg. And her legs came back to the shape, exact shape. And then the Lord told me she is healed. Listen, listen, now comes the story. She is healed. And then I told you get up and start to walk. You are healed. The Lord told me. But when she started to walk, she was again limping. The swelling is not there. The leg is normal. She's again limping. And then I, I went to pray again. The Lord told me she is healed. It's the matter of her faith now. She is healed. I told you, you know, so so after one hour, I, I said, apply faith and start to walk, start to walk. I, I said, get come out of the house and do what you are not doing. Let's go to the grocery store. Do what you are not doing. Apply faith. If you believe you are healed, then you start to do what you are not doing. And she went that day to the grocery. And then she was still limping. I said, you see, the spirit has went out of your leg. Now, it's not inside of the leg. It's from outside impacting the stronghold of your mind and telling you you are still not healed. Giving you the sensation. Because from since long, you are walking like that and still you feel that if I will walk, straight i will have that pain again so you keep on rejecting that spirit you tell you are out of my body now you cannot come back in i reject you i reject you so that day she went to the grocery shop limping but she was still limping she was still limping and i to i told her continue to hate that spirit i taught her and don't let fear come in. If you open the door to fear, oh no, I'm not healed again, I'm like that. He will come again and the swelling will... Don't, reject that spirit, reject that spirit. Hate that spirit and tell that spirit to get out. You have no more place here. No place. So that day she was still limping. She came to the house. Next morning when she got up and it was Saturday meeting for us. 
in the night and a sunday morning for us she started to walk normally she was completely walking normally the next morning so what i want to tell is people are sometimes healed already but they don't they are not in the spirit to apply faith because the bible talks about first of all what we need to do is when we are healed we are supposed to do the things what we were not doing okay if there was sickness if i had fever and because of fever i was not praying i was not coming to the meeting i have to go to the meeting i have to go to pray i have to start praying what things we were not doing we are supposed john chapter number 5 was number 8 john chapter number 4 was number 11 i'm not going there in detail but jesus told that person take get up take up your mat and walk and when the person got up he got healed because he was sleeping in paralysis he was lying down and jesus said if you want to get healed you cannot get healed on that mat on that bed you need to get up from that bed hallelujah do we see that when Jesus healed that the, the man with paralysis who was brought through the floor, first he said, your sins are forgiven. Secondly, what he said, get up, take up your bed and walk. He did not say, oh, you are healed on your bed. Now go sleeping back home on your bed. No, he said, get up, do the thing what you were not able to do. Hallelujah. So first thing that we need to do, I'm talking to people who are attacked. I'm talking to you. The first thing you need to do is get in the spirit realm and locate the spirit and get mad at the spirit and hate the spirit. Hallelujah. The anointing that was upon me made me to hate that spirit. I said enough is enough. How long she will stay at home? Will she become a handicapped girl? No, I reject that. She will not. I started to hate that spirit, located that spirit. It was some being with the covering of snake and it was a frosty white covering, that of leprosy on her leg in the realm of the spirit. When you, when you are attacked, just don't sit there, oh, I am attacked, I will not go to work, I will not do this, I will not pray, I will not praise, I will not do this thing. No, don't do that. The sickness will increase when you do that. Hallelujah. Many times I know I am attacked in my throat, but I still come to preach. And even as I minister on this platform, I am healed. Hallelujah. It is by faith we do. By faith we continue to do. We continue to call on things. We continue to do things which are not actually in the physical realm. Even though it is, but it is not in the physical realm. We continue to do those things that we are being, you see, the devil wants to limit you from doing the things that you were doing. That's why he brings the sickness. That's why he brings all kinds of infirmity. So Jesus said, told those people, you know, even the people, in, even the person who was blind, who was born blind, he said, go and wash your face in the pool of Siloam. It were the acts that Jesus told them to do. After they did that, they were healed. So first thing that you need to do is get in the spiritual realm locate the demonic spirit locate the enemy locate for on which thing that you have stepped on what is the root of it and the holy spirit will reveal it to you and get mad at the spirit and rebuke the spirit when you rebuke the spirit after that get a confirmation from the holy spirit that you are healed when you are healed it will not necessarily that the symptoms of healing will manifest at that moment when the word comes maybe you are still in that condition but actually you are healed
by his stripes you are healed but the symptoms may not manifest after you receive the confirmation that you are healed what you need to do is you need to start doing the things that the devil limited you to do by that very sickness are we understanding that is the second thing get the confirmation you are healed and then start to do the things that you were not able to perform like for my sister she was the devil stopped her from going out of the house and she was just in the house thinking oh no i have a limp like that and she was all surrounded by fear and the mind was gripped with fear hallelujah the lord had to help her to come out of it and go that day to the grocery shop if she did not showed faith that day if i did not instructed her in that way you know how sisters are they will you know though people the of the whole world will listen to me uh, the people in the own house will not respect like that so hallelujah <laughs> but she listened but she she you know how sisters are brothers and sisters are but she listened and she showed faith that day and she went limping to the grocery store and she continued to reject those spirits next morning she started to walk normally hallelujah because she received the confirmation and acted and said i am already healed i'm not going to go back to the bed i'm not going to go back to the wheelchair and i'm not going to go back there i'm going to continue to walk hallelujah receive the confirmation and start to do the things you were not able to perform that is the second thing you need to do the third thing you need to remember that is continue to reject the spirit which impacted you in your body now is impacting you in your mind see once you are healed that spirit is casted out of you now you are still having the symptoms and the reason you are having the symptoms because it it has left a impact on your mind and your mind is still believing you are in the same state so you need to now reject the spirits that are impacting you from outside and not from inside of your body so the third thing is what you need to do is continue to reject the spirits hallelujah that is impacting you from outside now remember these three things people of god sickness shall not limit us infirmity shall not limit us hallelujah i don't remember the last time when i went to the doctor because these are the principles of the word of god i the lord gave us and we need to follow it Amen. Are we understanding? Hallelujah. Let me give you some verses now. And then we will go to Ruach Elohim. Acts chapter number 3. Acts chapter number 3. Verse number. Uh, verse number uh, 6 to 10. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. You see, this, this was a test of faith for the leper. And this was a test of faith for the apostles also. Because this is the first healing miracle that they are doing after, after Jesus went back to heaven. Okay, And after they were anointed with the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit, the healing anointing is always released by faith. If there is no faith, now, when, now imagine this picture, imagine this picture. The scripture says, 
Peter told that person, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the picture is, when Peter said that, the person did not get up. The person did not get up. Okay. The next verse, it says that he had to take the person by hand and raise him up. Hallelujah. Do we see that? So Peter knew that in the name of Jesus, the healing has been given. The person is not getting, getting up, but I will not. You, you see, there are crowds around Peter now. Peter and John, there were crowds there watching them. But they did not get nervous. Oh, oh I, I said in the name of Jesus to be healed, but this person is not getting up. What, what now? What now? But they believed and have faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They knew in the name of Jesus, they, he is healed. Even though he's not getting up, let me go and grab him by the right hand. So he took that person by the right hand and made him to stand, made him, made him to do the thing that he was not doing from so many years. You see that? Hallelujah. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately after that, his feet and ankle, uh, ankle bones received strength. Hallelujah. Amen. So immediately after, after he, see, that is what you have to do. What Peter did. That is what you have to do. Once you get a confirmation, even though the symptoms are not there, even, even though it's in the, you have to get up and start to do what you were not able, what you were not doing. What the spirit of sickness, the intention of the spirit of sickness, infirmity is to limit you from doing the things. Hallelujah. Doing the, you know, the routine things and also the things of God. Hallelujah. People of God, remove your mute and say, Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Are we understanding? Amen. So you got to Peter. He did not stop there. Even pastors, when you pray for healing, God has, you know, I know, I hear the voice of God. If one thing I am well versed with is the voice of God. So I, I when I minister, I know God, when God says that person is healed. Oh, but brother, but I, I still have the pain. I said, no, you are healed. Now, start to do this, start to do that. Hallelujah. That is what Peter know, knew. He got the confirmation of healing. And even though he was not able to get up, he went and took him by hand and supported him. And then he asked him to walk as he started to do by faith. He saw the faith of Peter and he was encouraged. Oh, I can walk. This, this person has faith. Hallelujah. When we as Christians ourselves don't have the faith for healing, how we will pray for healing for unbelievers? We first got to practice the healing anointing in our lives. We first got to practice the faith for healing in our lives. Hallelujah. And I am telling you, many of you are attacked not by the devil, but the, but, but the Lord is training you for something. He's trying to teach you something in your own life before you minister it to others. Hallelujah. That is how healing manifests. The three things I told you. First thing, get in the spirit. Locate the demonic spirit, the spirit of sickness or infirmity. Hate it and start to rebuke it. Once you start to do that and pray for the healing, uh, after that, get the confirmation from the Holy Spirit that you are healed. The symptoms may not manifest, but start to do the things that you were not able to do. Even though if, if you have to do it for the whole day, like my sister had to walk for a whole day, she was still limping, but I told her, have faith. The next day she got 
she, you know the manifestation in the physical appeared so you got to receive the confirmation and start to do reject even 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 if the symptoms appear you say i am healed i reject that spirit i reject that impact on my mind i am continue to i am continuing doing what i am supposed to do the third thing you have to remember that you continue to reject the spirit that is impacting your mind now after you are healed hallelujah are we understanding okay that is the small word i wanted to give you as an exhortation from the lord so let's let's now go to ruach elohim ruach elohim so just a small recap so that we can the platform could be built for the ministration of the word tonight ruach elohim so what we saw ruach elohim i told you it is the breath of god the wind of god the blast of god and i told you the first functionality of the ruach elohim that uh, the ruach elohim restores the life of god to the dead we saw how he restored the life of god to the dead creation we saw how i told you that adam when the ruach elohim left him the process of death started in adam death is not an instant incident death is a process hallelujah a person who does not has ruach elohim death is manifesting in that person every unbeliever who and even believers who don't have ruach elohim there is a slow poison called death that is manifesting in them hallelujah are we understanding i told you about all those things i told you about the sting of sin is death when the scorpion called sin stinged adam okay the ruach elohim left and death the process started to manifest then the next thing i told you the ruach elohim raised christ from the dead we saw from romans chapter number eight from the tlv version how the ruach that that raised christ from the dead now also lives in us and by the ruach elohim our spirit has life though the body is dead because of the stinge of sin but our spirit have life we saw that we saw also how adam was a living being the first adam was a living being but the sec the last adam was a life giving spirit when jesus was raised from the dead by the ruach elohim the breath of god was released on us and now we are not going to die any none of us are going to die i'm not talking about physical death the body will die but the ruach elohim that has given guarantees for our spirit that is not going to die we are eternal beings hallelujah if if we say we are the citizens of heaven you cannot die the bible say if you confess i am a citizen of heaven and then you say oh i will die one day you will not die if you are a citizen of heaven because you have to understand heaven heaven is an eternal destination earth is not an eternal destination this earth that we stay on will be destroyed one day okay the earth is a temporary destination your body my body is a temporary tent temporary destination but the heaven the heaven is a eternal destination are we understanding now so that is where the ruach elohim the guarantee of our redemption will take us the same ruach that raised christ from the dead now the last point the third point 
not the last one the third one that we ended on was ezekiel chapter number 37 and that is where we will we will start off from ezekiel chapter number 37 now your god is asking ezekiel to prophesy on the dry bones the breath the ruach of god the ruach elohim of ruach elohim on the dry bones and the bible says we read that chapter already last time so i'm not going back the bible says even as he prophesied that bones came together okay and flesh came on them but the bodies were still dead then a second time god told him to prophesy to the four winds of the earth to breathe on the slain and then when the second prophecy brought life in them there is a revelation to that that i'm going to explain now the first time and the sec the first prophecy and the second prophecy of the dry bones there is a revelation to that okay stay with me so i told you then god told to ezekiel the context of the prophecy he said this is my house israel and these are the people who are in the graves they are dead but i will release ruach elohim i will release my breath on them that they will come out of the grave and live again and the bible specifically says that this uh, people who have raised back to life is the end time army i told you what is the grave grave is not the physical coffin box grave are the seven things i told you the religious and the, the religion and traditions of men the works of the flesh where people are sleeping that is the grave i'm not going into that that is the context of the prophecy okay now i told you the manifestation of the prophecy is in acts chapter number two where this house of israel 120 of them in the upper room on the day of pentecost gathered together and the bible says the sound of a rushing mighty wing wind gushing wind came in that house hallelujah that was the ruach elohim that was the manifestation of the prophecy of ezekiel on the remnant of israel those are the 120 people amen are we understanding and those 120 people who had locked themselves in fear they were wandering and they were pondering on how when the master jesus is not there when the teacher is not there how can we do this ministry how can we do that they were just praying and waiting for the promise of the holy spirit they did not know what will happen and the breath of god came and they were raised up from the graves of insecurity they were raised from the grave of unbelief of fear of doubt hallelujah you see you got to realize that even after the after the three and a half teaching ministry of jesus the disciples were not trained completely to handle the task of the kingdom of god do you understand that they were not trained completely to handle the task of the kingdom of god what i mean to say that they they received every teaching but they did not have the ability to perform it hallelujah that is why you see that even after jesus resurrected peter went to fishing and he drew all the other disciples to his fishing business oh i you know i have i don't know what will happen i saw the resurrected jesus i have his teaching but i'm still going back to my old life that was a state so because the teacher of the course failed to give more lectures you see when i was in the school 
when our classroom students were not the teacher felt that these people will fail 80 percent of them will fail in the exam even after i have taught them so many things so when the teacher of our class senses that what the teacher would announce is you know there is a summer vacation that is coming for you and after that there is the examination but you will not have the summer vacation you have to come and i will extend my course of teaching that's and the bible says jesus extended his stay even after he resurrected he appeared to his disciples for more 40 days you know why because the <laughs> disciples were not yet trained oh my god hallelujah the apostolic ministry, you got, you know, people got to have patience. Yo, I want to become a pastor. You got to have patience. Even after you taught and you were on fire and you fasted and you released revelation, you will see people sitting like this after that. You got to have patience and continue the course and continue to hammer them with the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, that is how human beings are. <laughs> hallelujah jesus jesus will not leave me if the three-year course did not prepare me to pass the examination he will extend the course and invest more on me mm -hmm. the, that's why the bible says that 40 days he appeared to his disciples he extended the course and the 40 days what he concentrated on was the waiting for the promise of the holy spirit he said wait in jerusalem Wait in Jerusalem. Don't go anywhere. Tarry till the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes on you. Tarry there. Hallelujah. When the breath, that was the prophecy of Ezekiel. These people, even after receiving teaching, they were sleeping in the graves. Teaching will not change you. Ruach Elohim can change you. Hallelujah. Until you receive the Ruach Elohim. Teaching, no, I, I'm not saying... Teaching will not change. Teaching is very required, actually. Teachings uh, is very required because that is what starts to fill in your heart, in your spirit. And then the Ruach Elohim comes on you. It brings that word that you have listened to practicality, to application. The breath of God puts you to action. That is what happens, happened in Acts chapter number 2. You see that? That was the manifestation of Ezekiel chapter number 37 in Acts chapter number 2. Do we see that? The interpretation of the manifestation of Ruach Elohim. Okay? Stay with me. Now, the prophecy of Ezekiel chapter number 37 and Acts chapter number 2. When the Ruach Elohim is blown, when he comes, the Ruach Elohim, the breath of God is blown. It will only manifest in people who have the Ruach inside of them. Who have the Holy Spirit inside of them. Hallelujah. Abhyan, okay, let me, let, let, me, let me explain that to you. Now, now, so, let's go to Matthew's, this is the fourth point. Let's go to Matthew's, chapter number 24. Stay with me. Matthews chapter number 24. This is the fourth point of the Ruach Elohim. So let us park Ezekiel 37, the third point 
for a while and let us move to the fourth point that is Matthew's chapter number 24. This is the fourth manifestation of Ruach Elohim. Matthew's 24 verse number 30 and 31. 30 and 31. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. This is Jesus coming back the second time, the rapture. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the what? Four winds. Underline that, four winds. From the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Hallelujah. So, how will the rapture happen? The rapture will happen by a transaction of the Ruach. Okay? What will happen is, let me explain that to you. The breath of God, the Ruach Elohim will be, will be blown. Remember the prophecy of Ezekiel, what he, what he says? Prophesy to the four winds. Now the four winds signifies the one of the dimension of the Holy Spirit. One of the dimension of the work of the Holy Spirit, of the Ruach Elohim, whenever the four winds are used, it is used for nations, it is used for a global task. We will come to that. That is for what the four winds are used, for a global task, either for one nation or either for all the nations or either for multiple nations. Now there are dimensions of the Ruach Elohim. When you are sitting in your house now and you are seeking God, Lord fill me with your spirit. Let the Ruach Elohim blow on me. The Ruach Elohim can blow on you, one person. One person. It can blow on one person. That is one dimension. When there is a church and there are 100, 200 people in the church or uh, and, and they call on the name of the Lord, the Ruach Elohim can blow on that 200 people. When there is a crusade and there are around, around 90,000 people in the crusade, the Ruach Elohim can come on all the 80,000 people. I still remember the testimony of Renard Bonke. When Renard Bonke used to minister, one of the person who is a great apostle now, he saw a big, big bird, a big dove covering those 80, 90,000 people coming on all of them. He saw in the realm of the spirit when Renard Bonke was ministering. And when it came upon all those 80,000 people, healing started to happen. Deliverance started to happen. Renard Bonke did not even have to pray. That is the Ruach Elohim coming on 80,000 people. Then there is the dimension of the Ruach Elohim that can come upon a whole nation. Remember when Jonah preached, the whole nation repented in dust and ashes. That is Ruach Elohim work. I don't have time to go there and show you everything. But the whole nation repented. So when, when there is the assignment of a whole nation or multiple nations, the four winds are used. Are we understanding now? Okay. The four winds. Now the four winds are what? The four winds are, is the Ruach Elohim of God, the breath of God. Remember, Ezekiel, God told Ezekiel, prophesy to the, to the four winds to breathe, to bring the Ruach on the slain. Hallelujah. To bring the Ruach on the slain. Now, let me start to explain you. Now, 
on the rapture day, the Ruach Elohim will do a transaction of the wind of God and the Ruach Hakodesh, the spirit inside of us. The Holy Spirit is called the Ruach Hakodesh and also the Ruach Elohim. Now I know, forgive me for those people who respect Hebrew, in Hebrew it's called Ruach, you know, and I am not using like that. In English when we say we call it Ruach, so I don't want to hurt anyone's sentiments, but that is how we say it in English. So listen to the message. Listen now. So the Ruach Elohim, when it comes, it will only transact do transaction with the Ruach HaKodesh. That, it, that means the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Elohim, when it comes, it will only manifest in those people who have the Holy Spirit inside of them. Stay with me. Stay with me. Now, coming back to, coming back to Acts chapter number 2. Now, Acts chapter number 2, before the Ruach Elohim blew on them, they already had the Holy Spirit inside of them. You remember Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit before he went to heaven. That was the Holy Spirit inside of them because at that time he, was, he had already resurrected. You know, I have already taken the sermon of the Holy Spirit. There is the anointing, the Holy Spirit inside of us and there is the Holy Spirit on us or with us. Now, since the disciples received the Holy Spirit inside of them, that's why those people were able to wait. Because the Holy Spirit inside of them gave them the leading of waiting. Wait. And they, they waited, in the one, waited in the upper room, 120 of them. The Holy Spirit inside of Peter, the Holy Spirit inside of Peter, made him take the scripture and stand in the congregation and said, if Judas is not among us, let another take his place. And they casted the lots and they, they chose another disciple to complete the 12 uh, team of the apostles. That was the Holy Spirit inside of Peter. Then on the day of Pentecost, the Ruach Elohim breathed on them, only on those people, 120 of them, who had the spirit inside of them. That is the meaning of Ezekiel chapter number 37. That are the revelation of the two prophecies. Let's go there. Ezekiel chapter number 37. Uh, let's start from verse number 2. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. This is the first prophecy, you see. I will put what breath to enter into you. Right? And after breath enters to you, I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So as I prophesied, prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, this is the first part of the prophecy, you see. This is the Ruach in them. Stay with me. 
As I prophesied, they, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the, and the skin covered them over, uh, covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Okay. This is the first prophecy. This is the manifestation. This signifies Jesus breathed on the disciples and said, receive the spirit. Now, you will ask me a question. So, Brother Rahul, what, you know, receiving the spirit inside happens? When a person receives the spirit inside, the Ruach inside prepares the person to receive the Ruach Elohim from outside, from the wind of God. There needs to be a preparation. Are we understanding? The anointing in us will teach us all things and no one else needs to teach us. What That is what First John chapter number 2 says. The anointing in us is the Ruach inside of us. Is the spirit inside of us. So that is what God told him. The first prophecy he prophesied as he was commanded. And what happened? The bodies were formed. Okay. So, the structure was formed for the Ruach to bring them, uh, to make them stand on the feet. Are we understanding now? Stay with me. Then it says, indeed, okay, there was no breath in them. Verse number 8. Verse number 9. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man, say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on the slain, that they may live. So I prophesied, prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet, a exceedingly great army. That is the second part of the prophecy, the prophecy to the four winds for the Ruach Elohim to breathe upon them that made them a great army. Now, let's compare that with the book of Acts. They became an army when the Ruach Elohim breathed on them. Okay. So the Ruach Elohim, the Holy Spirit given upon us, given over us, that is with us, walking with us, that is given for the assignment of God, for the work of God, for the purposes of God. The Holy Spirit in us is given for the preparation of our tabernacle, for obeying God. Hallelujah. For maintaining the anointing over us, the spirit inside of us is given. So first is the prophecy of the breath in them. Prophesy the breath in them. And when he prophesied breath in them, the tabernacle of the body of men were formed from the dry bones. And then after that, uh, the Lord told prophesy over them from the four winds. And then they came back to life. They became a great army. Are we understanding? That is the meaning of many people have this question jesus breathed the holy spirit in the disciples are you understanding now that was the first part of the manifestation of the ezekiel prophecy jesus breathed on them and said receive the holy spirit that is the time they received the holy spirit inside of them that started to prepare them because if they did not have the holy spirit inside of them they would not have waited in the upper room for so long the Holy Spirit inside of them made them wait there until the Ruach Elohim, Elohim came on them. Now, are we clear on that concept? If you if you're understanding, say Amen. Let me go ahead after that and teach you rapture. Okay? Amen. amen. So, now, what is happening here? 
the ruach elohim the four winds the breath of god is only doing the transaction with the holy spirit the ruach uh, hakodesh the ruach hakodesh inside so how will the rapture happen the bible says in matthew's chapter number 24 the rapture will happen the elect will be gathered from the four winds of god how will the breath of god catch up the elect it will catch up the elect because the ruach elohim is a magnet to the ruach hakodesh inside of person and whoever has the ruach hakodesh inside of them the wind of god will pick them up in the cloud with jesus are we understanding are we understanding okay that means the ruach is the guarantee of our redemption that is where i wanted to come that is how will the rapture happen the breath of god and when listen this is the this is the next manifestation of the prophecy of ezekiel we who are dead in our fleshy tents when the when the ruach elohim will breathe on us on the rapture day we will be changed into incorruptible bodies we will be changed into immortal beings never to die again now do you understand the functionality that the ruach elohim of god restores the life of god to the dead you know we are dead in the flesh but the fourth manifestation of the functionality is the rapture day is the second coming of jesus christ hallelujah before that before that the bible says through many tribulations in the book of acts we shall enter the kingdom of god you know what the devil is trying his best for you to make you grieve the ruach inside of you yes he wants to make you quench or grieve there is a difference between quenching the spirit and grieving the spirit i don't know i don't have time to go that but that is what he is trying to do with you so that you lose the seal of redemption you lose the seal of redemption and when the ruach elohim is blown it will not give life to everyone the immortal life the incorruptible life the eternal life it will only give life to those who have the spirit of god inside of them that is the transaction that will happen are we understanding until now that is how will the rapture happen let me give you some scripture ephesians chapter number one verse 13 and 14. thank you lord ephesians chapter number one verse 13 and 14 <clears throat> okay if anyone finds it can read it quickly Ephesians chapter number 1 verse <clears throat> 13 and 14 in him you also trusted until you have the word of truth the of your salvation in whom also, having believed, he was sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You see that? Is a guarantee. Hmm. Yes. Who is a guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. Amen. The Ruach. Now, that is the word Ruach HaKodesh of the Spirit inside of us. 
but I don't want to go in details of the Ruach HaKodesh now, but just know as of now that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit inside of us is the seal of our redemption, is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased position. Now, I told you, I, I have already taught you about verse 14. It talks about we will get an inheritance. Okay? And the inheritance is the redemption. It will be redeemed from someone and given to us. The guarantee of the purchased position. So the position that is already purchased will be redeemed and given to us. I told you what it is. It is when the mystery of God will be completed. You know what will happen? All kingdoms, thrones, principalities, powers, dominion will come to Christ. Hallelujah. Do you know the president of America? That is a throne. That is a principality. That is a kingdom. That is some power. The Prime Minister of India, that is a power, that is an authority. All these people who, they, they are powerful people. Mm -hmm. If something needs to happen in India, one thing he says from his mouth and it will happen. That is the authority the Prime Minister of India carries. But the Bible is saying all the authority of this people of flesh, of everything of the earth will come back to Christ. All the positions, all the wealth, everything will come back to Christ. All dominions, kingdoms, yeah. principalities. And that inheritance will be segregated among us. That is the redemption of the inherited inheritance of the purchased position that Christ is going to give us. If you understand that revelation, people will start running after money. Because this money we are running after. It's nothing compared to the inheritance you will receive on the day of redemption. My God. Hallelujah. If you can get just tap. Amen. <laughs> into the revelation. Amen. So, okay. Coming back to, we will only receive that when the Ruach Elohim finds the spirit inside of us, he will catch us up in the clouds with Jesus. Okay. Another verse, 2 Corinthians chapter number 5. 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, verse number 5. 2 Corinthians 5, verse number 5. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. Again, that is the guarantee that the Ruach Elohim will locate and take us up. Another verse we have. So let me use this verse and let me go ahead after that. Ephesians Chapter number 4, verse number 13. Chapter number 4, verse number 13. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Amen. Then it goes on to say, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Because those are the things that grieves the Holy Spirit. Not going into that, but that is another verse where so, so that is how the transaction will occur. That is what is the prophecy of Ezekiel chapter number 37. That first Ezekiel prophesied, breathe in them. God told him prophesy, prophesy the breath in them. And when he prophesied the breath in them, those dry bones came together, flesh and sinews were formed. The tabernacle got prepared 
and when the tabernacle got prepared when the tabernacle got prepared god told him to prophesy the four winds to breathe on them that is the prophecy manifestation acts chapter number 2 jesus breathed, breathed the spirit of god in the disciples that prepared them to wait on the lord wait on the holy spirit the promise and then the ruach elohim came on them hallelujah that gave them the life in the spirit the power the empowerment the ability to perform kingdom exploits that is the second manifestation of ezekiel 37 the next manifest the first manifestation of ezekiel 37 the next manifestation of ezekiel 37 is matthew chapter number 24 the rapture okay we are dead in our bodies that body is dead but the ruach elohim as it and and the first prophecy has already manifested by we believing in jesus we got the holy spirit inside of us and the ruach elohim to change our mortal bodies into immortal into incorruptible the ruach elohim will come the four winds and gather the elect who are the elect the elect is defined as the believers who have the spirit in them hallelujah are we understanding the the god will not see are you obeying the law are you doing fasting no the search will be made by if is my spirit in them dwelling in them that is the search that is the seal of guarantee not how much are you i, I is this person in ministry is this pastor has a mega church okay take him up no that is not the search the search is does this person has my ruach in him he will be taken up okay so that is the first functionality we are done with the first functionality of the ruach elohim that is restoration of the life of god to the dead okay now let's go to the next functionality of the ruach elohim the next functionality of the ruach elohim is ruach elohim is the destroying force of the wicked and the leading force of the army of heaven write it down the ruach elohim is the destroying force of the wicked the force that destroys the wicked and the leading member ruach elohim the breath of god is what leads the army of heaven the army of angels i am talking about the breath of god leads the army of angels okay now stay with me let us go to the scripture now exodus chapter number 15 Exodus chapter number 15 verse number 10 You blew with your wind the sea covered them they sank like lead in the mighty waters You blew your wind the sea covered them Now let's let's go another verse in the same chapter Exodus 15 verse 18 That that wind is the ruach Elohim Okay now verse number 18 Exodus 15 Okay not verse number 18 <coughs> Okay verse number 8 verse number 8 And with the blast of your nostrils the waters were gathered together the flood stood upright like a heap the depths congealed in the heart of the sea With the what breath again the ruach elohim now now listen to me 
when the people of Israel were coming out of Egypt, you know the story. I will no, not go to the detailing of the scripture, but you know the story, what happened. When they were coming out of Egypt, they were asked to stop before the Red Sea because there was a Red Sea that the root, the root of the Red Sea was chosen by God for his people to come out of Egypt. And they stopped at the Red Sea and the people started to complain because the Egyptian army was still pursuing them. And when the Egyptian army started to come close to them, the Bible says that an angel was there with a pillar of cloud with a, and a pillar of fire manifested there. In the day, it was a pillar of cloud. In the night, it was a pillar of fire. And this angel was giving light to one side and darkness and thundering bolt to the other side, to the enemy. Okay, hallelujah. Now, this is the angel of Revelation chapter number 10. Let's go there. Revelation chapter number 10. And let me read verse number 1 onwards. Verse number 1 onwards. I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. Now note down the elements of his structure. What are the elements of his structure? He has a cloud, a rainbow in his head. His face was like the sun and the fire. The cloud and the fire. Now, this, this angel also has a rainbow. This angel, angel is the keeper of the covenants of God. Listen to me. This is the angel that appeared. The rainbow appeared, remember? The rainbow. In the time of Noah, when God made a covenant with Noah, it says the rainbow appeared and a cloud came. This is the angel. Whenever God makes a covenant for the earth, for nations, with a man, the angel comes, who is a big angel. One, one leg is on the sea, one leg is on the earth. And there is a cloud. His head is like a rainbow. And there is a pillar of fire. His feet is like pillar of fire. Whenever God makes a covenant with a man, this angel comes with the book. And writes the covenant down. That is what is written in Revelation chapter number 10. Okay. Verse number 2. See what it says. He had a little book open in his hand. And he set his right foot on the sea. And the left foot on the land. And people speculate what is this book. And what is that. And all those things. That book that he had in his hand. Was the book of the covenants. That God made with his servants. And in the book of Revelation chapter number 10. This book was given in the mouth of what? John the Apostle. And he was asked to prophesy over nations, over kings, over kingdoms. That was the covenants that God made with his servants, with the patriarchs. Are we understanding this angel? I don't have time, but go to the book of Genesis and see there the elements of the angel. So whenever, when God was making a covenant with Noah, that was the angel. That, was, that, that is why the rainbow appeared. It was an element of this angel. That was standing there and writing the covenant that God was making with Noah. And you will ask me why this angel comes whenever the execution of the covenants of God has to be done. So, there was a covenant made with Abraham. And God told him for 400 years, your descendants will be there in bondage. But after that, they will come out. 
that was the covenant this angel recorded the covenant and when it was time for the people of israel to manifest the covenant of god this angel that's why came there to protect them the angel of god's covenant the keeper of god god's covenant and that's why you saw the pillar of fire that's why you saw the pillar of cloud because this is the angel standing there in between god's people and of egypt the keeper of god's covenant are we understanding now this angel itself, one angel can destroy a whole nation. This angel of the keeper of covenant. It's a powerful angel. It's like the army of heaven. That one angel was like the army of heaven. But the Bible says, the Bible says, before the angel that worked something else, before the angel worked the, uh, worked the breath from the nostrils of God, the breath of God. That's why I named it Ruach Elohim, the leading force of the army of heaven. The leading force. Now listen to me. Why did God part the Red Sea? We know, we will answer that God parted the Red Sea because he wanted to bring the people of Israel out of Egypt. He parted the Red Sea. But that there is not only one purpose to it. There are two purposes of parting the Red Sea. God parted the Red Sea because he wanted to bring the people out of Egypt through on dry land. And second, he wanted to destroy the army of Egypt in the waters. Now, if you remember the verses that I just read, one of the verses, Exodus chapter number 15, verse number 8, I read is, With the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together, the flood stood up upright as a heap, the depths congealed in the heart of the sea. That is the parting of the Red Sea. First, the Ruach Elohim breathed, breathed on the Red Sea. Because the Bible says, God told Moses to raise up the rod. And the east wind, the east wind was the breath of God. That all night, it parted the Red Sea. And there were walls of water. And there was dry land. For the people of Israel to go on dry lands out of Egypt. Then the second verse, that is Exodus chapter number 15, verse number 10, it says, you blew with your wind again. Again he blew with his wind. To do what? That the sea covered them. Covered whom? The army of Egypt. They sank like lead in the mighty water. So the breath of God did not blow once. It blew twice. Do you see that in the scripture? First it, it blew to part the Red Sea for his people to go out. And again the breath of God, the Ruach Elohim blew to destroy Egypt. To destroy the army of Egypt. To destroy every evil pursuer that is pursuing you from your birth. Trying to keep you captive. The Ruach Elohim. That is why I told you, the Ruach Elohim is the leading force of the army of heaven and the destroying force of the wicked. The Ruach Elohim can tonight bring you out of the prison and also destroy the wicked spirits that are pursuing you. Every evil pursuers can be drowned by the Ruach Elohim. Wow, hallelujah. People of God, give an amen to this now. Give an amen to this now. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that is the meaning 
that is the meaning of what the i was saying about the second functionality of the ruach elohim he is the leading force and he is the destroying force of the wicked hallelujah let me give you some more scripture some more scripture first samuel chapter number 22 let's go that first samuel chapter number 22 Hallelujah. <clears throat> First Samuel chapter number 22 and let me give you the verses. Verse, let us see which verse we can start off with. Okay, no, 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 it's not 22. <clears throat> Second Samuel, sorry for that. Second Samuel chapter number 22. 2nd Samuel chapter number 22, verse number 5 onwards. Let us read verse number 5 onwards, okay? Now, this is the song of David that he writes when God delivered him from Saul and from all his enemies. Let's start off from verse number 5. When the waves of death surrounded me, the floods of ungodliness, ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress... I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered his ears. You know, we were singing that song last Friday. You manifest yourself to us. Yahweh, Rafa, we were, we were calling the name of God, names of God in that song. And the song also said that when you call on him, he will manifest himself to you. When you worship him, he will manifest himself to you. David was calling on the Lord here. And David said, my cry entered the temple of God. And what did God do after he heard the prayer? Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundation of the heaven quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils uh -huh, and devouring fire from his mouth. That nostril smoke is the breath of God, the Ruach Elohim, to destroy the wicked enemy of David. <laughs> he bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and flew, and he was seen upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness canopies around him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High God uttered his voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning bolts, bolts, and he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen. The foundation of the world were uncovered at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. Hallelujah. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy. For those who hated me. For they were too strong from, for me. That is the prayer of David. He was saying, God, they are too strong. I cannot defeat them. God, I call you to come down for me. God, I pray that you manifest yourself to me. And you see one man called on the name of the Lord. And how many things God came up with. Thundering voice. Hallelujah. Fire from his mouth. My God. Breath of his nostril. The rebuke of the Lord. You see the power when you call on the name of the Lord. You don't understand when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I call on you. The heavens are open and he comes down with the breath of his nostril, with the Ruach Elohim. Oh God. Hallelujah. 
Ruach Elohim. Hallelujah. Okay, let me go ahead. Verse number 19. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He, he also brought me out into a broad place. Why? He, because he delivered me because he delighted in me. Wow. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. Then, then when you go on, it says the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hand, he has recompensed me. So David knew, listen to me, David had the revelation that this God delights in me and if I call on him, I know I cannot defeat my enemies. I know that they are too strong for me. They will kill me. I can't do nothing. But my God can do everything. And he will do it for me because he delights in me. And why he understands that he delights, God delights in him? Because he, he knows that his works are righteous and his hands are cleansed. And he does not does like the wicked ones. He does not pay back evil for evil. Because he walks in the word of God, because he is the righteous of God, that's why he has the understanding that the Lord delights in me because the Lord knows that I love him with all my heart, mind and soul. Wow. Hallelujah. Do you know the Lord delights in you? Amen. Amen. And do you know <laughs> you don't have to fight? You don't have to fight. You just have to call on the name of the Lord and the elements of warfare will start to appear. The thundering lights. That is what, that is what protected Israel from Egypt. Thunderings and lightnings were stri striking and keeping the army of Egypt away from Israel when they were waiting at the Red Sea. Who was that? It was God sending it. Hallelujah. And then David says that by the breath of his nostrils, the Ruach Elohim, Hallelujah, will de destroy my enemy. Will destroy my enemy. Hallelujah. Because I am too weak for this people. They hate me. They are devising wicked traps for me. They are too strong for me. But Lord, I know that you are greater than my enemies. That is the prayer. For he delights in you and he will come for you. I am telling you. When you call Father in the name of Jesus, I call on your name. Thundering bolts will descend. The fire of God will descend. The Ruach Elohim will descend and fight the enemies. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Few more verses. Few more verses. And then I want to give you a prophetic word. Psalm chapter number 18. Come on, come on. Psalm chapter number 18, verse number 15. 1-5-15. Psalm chapter number 18, 1-8, verse number 15. The, then the channels of the sea were seen, the foundation of the world were uncovered at your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. The, the same psalm that is recorded in the psalm that David is singing in 2 Samuel, the same psalm. The breath of your nostril, the Ruach Elohim that destroys the enemy. Destroys the enemy. Hallelujah. Job chapter number 4, verse number 9. Job chapter number, chapter number 4, verse number 9. 
it says it says by the blast of god they perish and by the breath of his anger they are consumed the ruach elohim destroy the wicked ones destroying the wicked ones the ruach elohim destroying the evil ones another verse jeremiah chapter number 49 jeremiah chapter number 49 verse number 36 49 verse number 36 Again, against Elam, I will bring the four winds from the four quarters of heaven and scatter them toward all those winds. There shall be no nations where the outcasts of Elam will not go. So Elam is a demonic nation that is against God and against Israel. I don't have time to show you that, but see the four winds, the breath of God, the Ruach Elohim scatters them. Tonight, I prophesy that the Ruach Elohim will scatter the enemies. The Ruach Elohim will destroy the wicked pursuers, the wicked spirits that are pursuing you and monitoring you in Jesus' mighty name. Okay. Hallelujah. So, these are the two functionalities of the Ruach Elohim. First is, it is it, it restores the life of God to the dead. The second is, it is the leading force of the army of heaven and the destroying force of the wicked and let's now come to the prophetic word that the holy spirit asked me to release and then start to pray the prophetic word is the lord told me you know rahul this ruach elohim that is the restorer of life to the dead the destroyer of the wicked force forces and wicked enemies and the leading force of the army of heaven do you know i made you with the ruach elohim you are a product of my ruach elohim hallelujah i placed that that is what ruach breathed in adam that is the identity you have rahul i want to tell you people of god this mighty force the breath of god do you know you are made with that force? It dwells in you. You are being made with that force. And that is how what you are. You carry the life of God. And when you step into dead places, the Ruach Elohim can function through you to release the life of God into, into those dead places. I'm not saying physically dead, but spiritually dead people. The Ruach Elohim, you carry that. When the wicked comes against you, hallelujah, you have the Ruach Elohim. You are made of it. Hallelujah. Do you know the Bible says we are made a little higher than of angels? You know why? Because we are the commander of the army of angels. Because we are the Ruach Elohim of God. We have the Ruach Elohim of God. Angels will sit and sleep if we don't lead them. We got to lead the angels of God. Wherever you go into marketplaces, wherever you go, do you know the army of angels are following you? Hallelujah. You are made of the Ruach Elohim of God. Let us pray.
let that is the prophetic word because because the devil has has manipulated your identity my brothers and sisters he has made you weak in your spirit oh he has made you feel that you are like a defeated foe you are like a sick person you are handicapped no you are not you are made of ruach elohim hallelujah you are made of ruach elohim the same spirit the ruach that raised messiah yeshua from the dead dwells in you the bible says says ruach of god that resurrected that is what you carry hallelujah and when you come to the realization of the revelation that what you are made of and what you carry oh god there is trouble coming from for the devil and his army in the name of jesus and i and i and i know that even as you receive this word tonight there is trouble coming for the devil hallelujah even as people are receiving the word tonight there is trouble coming from the for the kingdom of darkness hallelujah eh, devil is in trouble hallelujah the devil is in trouble tonight because people are receiving the ruach elohim upon them ruach elohim ruach elohim ruach elohim ruach elohim ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, fill this place, fill this place, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, the wind of God, Ruach Elohim. The breath of God, Ruach Elohim, the blast of God, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, fill this place, Yahweh, Rafa, Elohim, Shaddai. Jaira Adonai, you manifest yourself. We call upon the names of God, Yahweh, Rafa, Elohim, Shaddai, Jaira Adonai. You manifest yourself. Your glory is tangible in this place. Lord, you was doing something great. Receiving supernatural grace. Your glory is tangible in this place lord you are doing something great receiving supernatural grace call on his name yahweh rafa elohim shaddai Jaira Adonai, you manifest yourself. 
when you worship him he is manifesting himself when you call on him he is coming down with the army of heaven for you just call on him tonight hallelujah just call on him. let god arise and let his enemies be scattered oh hallelujah antichrist spirits oh witchcraft spirits oh ancestral spirits had been defeating you they had been suppressing you oppressing you tonight is the time call on the lord as david called on his name hallelujah and the army of heaven the breath of his nostril the ruach elohim the fire of god the rebuke of god the word of god the word of his rebuke comes down for you my beloved hallelujah call on him in the name of jesus christ oh lord oh lord oh lord we are so humbled we are so humbled that lord with our cry you come down you love us so much and you delight in us oh god oh some people think god is so far away and we have to go to 21 day fast for him to do something no the bible says call on his name hallelujah david said i call upon him morning night and noon noon i call upon his name david knew the revelation of what is the calling on the name of the lord hallelujah the ruach elohim comes call on his name and you will not be put to shame hallelujah oh father we want to thank you for this time lord oh lord holy spirit ruach elohim father god thank you lord thank you lord lord thank you for the revival i pray people people i want to tell you 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 are receiving fire you are receiving ruach elohim here don't keep it just like that put it to use hallelujah pray pray put faith to actions put faith to use in your week and don't come back next friday dry come back with fire come back with fire oh hallelujah that this group i prophesy the demons who are making people dry they will not be successful to tonight they are running away in jesus name even as the breath of god has been blown that this people your people will never be dry spiritually again no 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 in the name of jesus hallelujah that this is the army of god and you will raise them up you have raised them up by blowing the breath of god on them lord we prophesy to the four winds of the earth to breathe upon the slain the bible there are so many people from all the nations oh lord who are dead bring them lord in the house of god hallelujah hallelujah you have chosen us every person is that is your is chosen for the end time revival for the nations every person here hallelujah and there are there are many more that we have to pray and we call in those people lord in jesus name oh breath of god oh wind of god bring the remnant in one place that we will wage war against this dark kingdom in jesus name and defeat them and crush them under our feet lord that we will be that church mentioned in the book of revelation that we that will that we will keep darkness under our feet lord and the glory of god will shine on us in the name of jesus christ of nazareth hallelujah father thank you for each and every family and tonight i want to tell you you are healed in jesus name just receive it you are healed just receive it and do the things that you are not doing and let the healing manifest now in jesus name
Hallelujah. It's a, it, it, you have already received it. Just do the points that I, I told you to do. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare sickness, infirmity, COVID-19, whatever it is, pain, Lord, discomfort cannot limit your people. It has to go tonight and, they, and I re release healing. Just receive it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Your people will never be limited again in Jesus' name. That they will they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. That they will rise up like eagles. Father, we want to thank you again for this time. We give you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us give a shout of amen, everyone. Hallelujah. Amen.